is a Zerbinator Land production. Enjoy. Hey, oh, it's Kermit the Frog. Hey, Kevin and uh, where's everybody? Hey, Jerry. It's Kermit the Frog. Jerry, how you doing? Is uh, Kermit, uh, Kermit, uh, Kermit, uh, 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 mm, mm. Shouldn't have watched those uh, Warner Brothers cartoons before I came over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Jerry, um, is uh, Frick or Kevin here? Are they coming back anytime soon? Oh, maybe Kevin's in the basement uh, cleaning his toes or whatever he does down there. Let's go see. Jerry, you want to go see? With- no? Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll, uh, mm, yeah, I guess I'll just wait. I'll just wait for them to come. And, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody's at the door. Maybe that's Kevin and Ferg. I don't know why, uh... Kevin would be knocking on his door, but uh, let's go see. Hey! <laughs> oh, well, hi. Uh, aren't you uh, Michael Stipe from the band R.E.M., or formerly from the band R.E.M.? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. <laughs> Why do you sound like that, Michael well, that's, Stipe? Uh, that's how I sound. Okay, I'm so well. glad to be here. I thought uh, uh, Kevin and Ferg had me come over so we could go over some R.E.M. tunes. And work together on it. I was so excited that uh, they would be here. I never thought I'd open the <laughs> door and find a frog. <laughs> you want to take? A, you want to take a minute? What's the matter? <laughs> so I thought it'd be great if you and I would maybe uh, get together with uh, Zerb and Ferg and sing some of these songs I've written over the years. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let me try that. Sure. I, I brought in five of them right here on a sheet of paper. Let's get this out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. How you been? I mean, I understand that the uh, second uh, uh, go of it didn't really work out for you there. No, well, no, not really, no. Uh, Piggy and I broke up, and, uh, yeah, things been pretty bad, but uh, looking forward to singing with you or uh, trying to, uh, you know, whatever it is you're doing there. Sure. Not, not bringing home the bacon anymore, huh? No, no, that's a shame. Boy, I don't ever get tired of that joke. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it's all right. Well, you know, I've I've quit doing the REM because the REM was getting a little out of hand, and I wanted to go ahead on with my life and do other things mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Is that, uh, include that, that include that uh, giant beard that you have there. Mm-hmm. Sure is. I like to put that, things in it. Look, here's a lozenge from 1975. <laughs> mm. Oh, mm. Well, I wouldn't. Uh, oh, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope uh, hope it's not a poison lozenge at this point. Um, I'll put it back. Okay. Save it for later, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yep, yep. it goes right back here in the back of the beard near my chin. Close to the throat. So, hey, you ready? Mm-hmm. What, I'll do ready. Is, yep. I'll, what I'll do is hum these songs, and you'll guess what they are, okay? Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. The songs, cool. my favorites when I was in the REM band. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. Here we go. I love that one. What is it? It's from uh, the one I love from 1987. Uh, that's right, and that's yeah. when it came out back in 1987. Yeah, I think it was. A- <laughs> And I love doing that one. You okay? I know. I played in every every single concert. I think that you've uh, you guys did. Mm-hmm. That was remember the time that the Muppets took Manhattan. That's when I was there doing the song. As a matter of fact, well, yep. in mm-hmm. Manhattan yep. Square. Yep, yep. And uh, you guys were on. Uh, oh, well, well, maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit. Go ahead. What's the next one? Mm-hmm. Michael. 
Well, number four. You ready for this? Ooh, go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I do know that one. That's also from the uh, from the uh, same year, uh, the, from the same album document, right? It's one of my favorite songs to do. It's, uh, yes, it's the end of the world as we know it. Yep. Sure mm-hmm. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, how hard it was to come with words and... Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. yeah, I get I get it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to go into number three? Let's, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I do, I do. <clears throat> oh, my goodness, Michael. Sign. Here we go. Drinking or something? No, oh, I just had a little bit of coffee before. I came oh, yeah. that's good to be yeah. awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what was that? That was the man on the moon. Very good. And you know what mm. the man on the moon is? If you look at the moon, you can see the face in the moon. You can. That's right. That's they, very true. They, yep. they, they mm-hmm. made me write that for that movie that Jim Carrey destroyed. Uh, no, actually, uh, the the movie was, uh, the name of the movie was based on the song. It had uh, come out before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, you want to go on number two? <laughs> Encyclopedia Jones? <laughs> All right. Let's go. Throw that in there. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here goes number two. I got to remember how it goes really quick. I know it's an F. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zerb and Ferg didn't show up today. It would have been great I, I to know. see them and do oh, this with sorry. 
had a frog in my throat there. Mm, yep. Even have him on mm-hmm. Skype because I'm Skype. So why couldn't they Skype yep. Skype? Mm-hmm. I thought that maybe that would be hype for mm-hmm. Skype Skype, but they didn't want to hype. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Ready for number one? Yes. All right. It's uh, every uh, everybody hurts. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I hurt when I sang it. Yeah, I, I saw I that. I saw that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that was fun. I guess I better go. But yeah, I thought uh, I thought uh, maybe you'd play the one that uh, you played when you were on the on the, on the Sesame Street, but uh, oh, but you didn't. <laughs> Do you remember that? Were you there for that? <laughs> Shall we just start the show? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yay! Pre-recorded live at KMAX Studios right here in New England in the Upper Eastern United States in association with Delaware. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand by. And Ferg's mistress, Computer. please sit back and please enjoy the show, and please stand by. The show is about to begin. Well, hello, and welcome to episode 65 of the Please Stand and Buy podcast. Today with me, I have with me my co-host, but first, I want to welcome you to Please Stand By, Episode 65, titled Free Villain. Free Villain by my friend and co-host, Fergus Dawson. This podcast is nothing and everything all at once. Pre-recorded live in KMAX Studios in the heart of Connecticut, right here in the Del Marvis. That's the way my dad would talk. <laughs> This show is dedicated to Pop because it is the month that he passed away in 2009, and it is the the uh, 18 to 9, 18 is going to be what? That's nine years, so it's not yep. the 10-year anniversary like I thought. So forget it, Dad. Wait till next year. <laughs> All right. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Sorry Godspeed to your dad. Godspeed him. All right. He's up there speeding around, I'm sure. he uh, He's with his parents and in his house. He's probably yelling at me because I, I masturbate too much. <laughs> 
And you know what's weird? Do you ever think about that when, like, someone in your family dies and then, you know, you're by yourself and trying to entertain and then you think, oh, crap, they can see me? Uh, no, I don't think about that. <laughs> you just go ahead and go to town? <laughs> I mean, it's just me. <laughs> so, yes, K-Mac Studios in the heart of K-Mac. Connecticut. Thank you, Kevin. Episode 65. Thank you, Kevin. I heard um, from Kevin this week. Thanks for uh, getting in touch and for the kind words. Yeah, what was he saying? He said something about, let me think about, oh, what, what was he saying? Oh, I know. You promoting me? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah, it felt good. I might have a uh, couple of them on the old computer. Uh, I have a Dropbox link of every single one. All right. Can you just send them to me because I don't have Dropbox? Oh. No, what I'll do is just drag the folder over to uh, Google Drive. I should do that. That's easier for you anyway. Okay. So you were telling me earlier something about parking lot creepers. What's going on? Uh, I went to work the other night, and they didn't lock the front door. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Usually when I go in, I've been doing this for years, I go around and check all the doors because sometimes they forget. Yeah. And I had some experiences when I was a kid that I don't want any unlocked doors when I'm working by myself. So uh, yeah, you've, you've told me front- this on the phone once. Did I? Yes, you did. You were like, I got to go lock the doors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was checking. The, I, yeah, that's usually if I talk to you, I'm walking around the building checking the doors. Yeah. yeah. We're very close, everyone. Oh, we are, yes. Like, we're mm-hmm. like this. You can't see it, though, can you? That's gross. <laughs> Kevin can see it. sign ever again. <laughs> that doesn't go in there. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Use two fingers is more accurate. Go ahead. That's what were right. You that's say? right. Um, so... <laughs> So the the front door was unlocked, and then I have to go out into the onto the sales floor to do the count, and that's within the front door. There was somebody <laughs> in a truck. I just picture you going out on the sales floor, going blah blah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, so I was Bad doing joke. the count, and there was I noticed at the corner of my eye somebody in a truck with the lights on, just watching through the window, and it freaked me out so bad. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not fun. That's not the first time it's happened. I mean, I mean, it's only ten o'clock, ten thirty at night, but still, I'm in there by myself. It's a big building. Uh-huh. People could be hiding anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so. <laughs> and that's the escape vehicle. Yeah, it just gave me the creeps, real bad. Nothing happened. No, nothing happened. The guy, the person left. So. That's I thought, scary. I thought maybe it was a Pokemon person because we have a gym at work. <laughs> And so I checked it after they left, and was like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't about that. So I don't know what they were doing out there. Well, I'm, I'm serious. We get people at midnight coming, and well, that's and a big spectrum when gym. you think about it. You yeah. got murderers or Pokemon collectors. Yeah, I remember one time I I pulled in, and somebody pulled in right behind me, and a woman got out of the car and looked into my window and got back in the car, and they left, and that gave, that freaked me out too. Oh God! I, I think I might have actually talked about that. I, the only time I'm ever that uncomfortable is when I'm in an ATM and then someone comes in behind me and I'm super tall and they put in those little tiny side view mirror mirrors Yeah, and you can't see that. So you, you like try to look cool by shrugging down a little bit, look in the mirror right at them. Yeah. And, uh, and it turns out to be some old lady, you know, who isn't going right. to hurt you at all. Yeah. But it's probably more scared of you than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but one other thing I want yes. to talk about is our, our friend Jimmy G from the Pie Factory podcast. Yes. Is doing a uh, ride for MS, not for MS, but you know, to <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you get it? No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, Congratulations, a, it's a two-day. He does it every year. Uh, it's a two-day ride. I think mm-hmm. we've talked about it before as well. 
Are you doing but the it, walk this year? No, that's why I wanted to talk about it because oh, I, I'm sorry. I okay. wasn't able to get the day off, so I'm not, we're not that's doing right. the walk. You've done but, enough for me. Thank you. But, <laughs> but he's doing it. He's taking um, uh, donations on his page, and I put the link in there. So maybe if you, uh, I will. We can, put it we in can the share show the link on the on the on the Facebook page or whatever. And I'll put it on the Facebook sh- and the thing in the show with the thing in the notes. Yeah, and if you, are, I think if you're friends with him on Facebook, he'll. Um, he usually does videos, live Facebook videos from the ride. Oh, good. And I think it's June 23rd and 24th, or the 24th and 25th. I can't remember. That's when my, that's a perfect lead-in, because that's when my sister comes down. But before I jump onto that, Jimmy, thank you very much, just because of the fact that I used to have a bike as well. So I really appreciate what you're doing. <laughs> oh, and I have MS. That's another thing. But no, yeah. thank you so much, Jimmy. And, yeah, um, thanks, Jimmy G. And hopefully the money that comes in, all they need to do is find out what causes it, then maybe they'll stop it. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to find out what the hell causes it. And I, I am sticking with the fact I got really sick in 1981, super sick. And after that, my immune system just kept on attacking. So find out what's in the uh, bacterias that uh, give people the flu, and I bet you you'll find a link to what causes uh-huh. MS. I guarantee you. My wife got super sick with the flu, and all of a sudden she has um, uh, fibromyalgia, who, what, what I think is just improperly diagnosed as another form of MS. Really? Yep. Or it could be associated with all this crap we eat that we make in labs. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. In which case, I'll sue every single company except for Hershey's. <laughs> all right. I have tooth stories. Okay, tell me. I had two teeth pulled out right here. Yeah. (laughs) Very good, Kev. And it hurts like heck. And I'll tell you how it worked. You go to a dentist, these people that pull things. They have this thing that looks like a friendly screwdriver. That's what you see them holding. Right. It's like this. But they stick it in your mouth, and when they turn, you hear this. Yep. And you feel your jaw, like, dislocating as it's turning and then they pull it and then you hear the uh (laughs) the drilling of the tooth and the drilling and you're just sitting there and then they ask you of course questions how you doing how you been oh Uh, yeah (laughs) what happened with this is she shot me up in the back of the mouth three sets of five five shots the first five shots she says give it five minutes i'll be right back and you'll feel numb comes back are you numb like no but my tongue is really swollen (laughs) Well, hold on. And they shot up again. Comes back, and my tongue was even more swollen. My lip was dead. I couldn't feel anything in my lip. Yeah. But everything back here was killing me still. This is how oh. bad the infection was in the very back tooth. Goodness. Third time she came up, she's like, well, I can't really do any more, and I need to get that nerve dead, so let's try hitting the nerve. Oh, my God. I kicked, I kicked and kicked and kicked and punched and swore and some uh, demons man that hurt like hell and then uh, my tongue just got bigger and she's like are you numb i'm like no i'm numb uh. it hurts like hell please stop <laughs> and so she did <laughs> and uh so i had an oral surgeon two days later which means i was still in pain from all those shots i still had rotten teeth in my mouth which oh, were gosh. killing me so for three days it was just hell and then i go in to see him he grabs my face he shoots it um did well and uh and that's when the tools came in and removed things from my face and he did a really good fast job the hard part has just been recouping and it still is killing me it's been over a week yeah and it, it 
it's just the jaw is aching and everything aches. So I'm on four ibuprofens, two Tylenols. I have meloxicams left over from my plantar fasciitis, so I've been popping those like M&Ms. Jesus. Uh. <laughs> but let's talk about penises and Pornhub. <laughs> Let me explain. I have, I still have a Windows phone and so does Shelly. Right. Do you still have a Windows phone? Yes. Is it working right now? I haven't, I haven't had it plugged in for a long time. Oh, I was going to say, type in penis or say the word penis and it comes up P star, 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 star. Really? Yeah. And it really makes me mad as a man, especially during all the movements we're having right now. <laughs> oh, God, Kevin. <laughs> I am. I'm really upset. But you put in vagina, comes up like a halo. That's kind of weird. It is. And then, but if you type in something like, uh, if you say, say, if I say to a phone, penis, like, look, look up penis. And then it just does the stars. But if I say, look up Pornhub, Pornhub comes up perfect English. <laughs> so apparently they're trying to protect children, I'm guessing, because no adult doesn't want to see the word penis because we're adults. Right. So I'm thinking, if you're going to protect a kid from the word penis, Microsoft, why not protect the kids from Pornhub? Yeah, that's you a good point. point. But yeah, so it really takes me off about just the uh, spelling of, of genitals. Yeah, that makes sense. I understand. I mean, we should, you know, let's let's make it easy for everybody. Since we're only going to make one bathroom for all of the people, why don't we make one word for our genitals? Either hoo-hoo <laughs> or nay-nay or something cute. A poof-poof. Right. Uh, what up? <laughs> you want to do something exciting? Sure. <laughs> We're going yard sailing tomorrow, Kevin. You're going yard sailing? Yeah. Sailing. Take, Take me, me away to where I go. I love There's, yard sales. I love I them. do too. And we haven't been in a while, so we decided we're going to go to some this year because it's been a long time. Shelly and I, for the last three years i've been going we really need a yard sale and everything is just piling up in our utility room to the point <laughs> you have to turn sideways to walk and we're just we're not thin people so we knock things and curse right there's a lot of stuff back there that needs to go on sale yeah there's a town-wide yard sale up in uh, delaware city so we're going up there oh wow yep i've been doing most of my purchasing on facebook uh, marketplace oh uh, okay you know what i bought I'll what'd you bought? You, I'll show you what I what I did. Do please do. Is this one it? This is it. For twenty five bucks, one terabyte uh, Western Digital hard drive. Oh, very good. It's not bad. Twenty five bucks. It's no. a good one though. It's really protective. Comes with the three USB plug. You know, with the blue. And then if you take if you take a look at it in the back, it has a whole bunch of stuff about uh, being uh, protected against uh, uh, different types of things. <laughs> USB 2.0 or 3.0. It's a portable. Fits right here in your shirt pocket. Yeah, I see that. You can take it with you on the go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing in it right now. I no. can't wait. I can't wait to load it up. Well, I got exciting if you... Do you yes, have any? what is your exciting, Kevin? I got some excitings. First of all, my sister's coming to visit in June. Good. The same time that Jim Goble's doing his bike ride is the same time my sister's coming to visit. Good. Um, if possible, I'd love to try to sneak her in if we're recording that weekend. Sure. 
for the show, which would be great. But uh, so I'm uber excited. She's coming, going home on a train. I'm going down on a train. She is helping me incredibly. And what we're doing is returning the piano to my stead. So I'm going to have my piano again, the one I grew up with. Oh, okay, right. And I've already decided I'm giving it to uh, the kids, the grandkids, so they can learn how to play piano. So we're going to have it tuned up, and they're going to learn how to play. And we're getting my dad's stand-up bass, so you'll get to see that. That'll be a oh, show. Oh, that's right, yeah. That'll be a I show. I see it. Oh, you did, when you came yeah. to visit. Duh. So that'll be here. I can't wait. I'm glad I didn't give that to you. <laughs> how are those drums doing? They're Okay. Yeah? You getting good at it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, your face is really yeah, red, right? It's just a money problem. I understand. Yeah. Believe me. I've decided I'm going to sell all... I have actually two kits left. Mm-hmm. I said three, but you have one of them. How is that kit doing? Um, okay, the, I have two left, and I, I'm going to sell them for an electronic kit, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, because you get like 50 to 100 drum sets in a drum. And it, and now Elise is competing with Roland. Roland has come out with the, the there's one called the TO50, I think it is, or the TD50. That sounds so real. It's disgusting, but it's eighth grand. Oh. But they have smaller models of that particular one where you're, you get like seven kits instead of 300. So I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'll probably get it piece by piece as I go. But that's that's part of my exciting. The other part of the exciting is that Shelly's going to help me reboot the No Compromise podcast. Oh, good. The MS podcast, because I just let that go. <laughs> so I was really thinking about bringing that back, and I'm looking forward to that. Good. And uh, she's going to help, because she has that fibromyalgia we talked about. Right. You know that fibromyalgia? Mm-hmm. It's not a fiber, and it's not a uh, myalgia, but it's fibro. Hey, you want to go on to Facebook sidebarring? Not really, but it's next. What so. is it with you and Facebook sidebar? <laughs> it's just all bad news, Kevin. It never is bad news. It's, we're shaping the country, and we're keeping everybody informed, and we're dating our activities. And it's always bad news. <sighs> Facebook sidebar. Ba, ba, ba. Facebook sidebar. What you got there? Oh boy, what do I got? Oh boy, Microsoft Windows 10 April 2000 up uh, 2018 update arrives on Monday, just in time for May. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Good do you have to Michael. buy it? I think so. Oh man, great. <laughs> I don't know. The thing, my computer slowed down pretty pretty good, so I don't know if this is going to um, well, make it even slower. The computers nowadays are starting to slow down because now they're regulating the internet, right? Not yet, I don't think. Oh, I thought they were because my internet has been getting kind of goofy. Has it? Yeah. I was, I was pretty dang positive that was happening. Oh, I don't know. What do you got? Chance the Rapper clarifies that he does not support Trump. Oh, thank goodness. Do you know what that does for me? It makes me feel <laughs> great that Chance the Rapper clarified this, <sighs> that he does not support. You know, it all started after Kanye showed support for the president, and Chance right. was like, what? And Kanye was like, yeah. And Chance was like, what? And Kanye was like, yeah. And Chance was like, oh, and Trump was like, eh. And I'm so glad that he clarified that. 
<laughs> just want everyone out there to know how I'm I'm keeping it real. All right, what do you got? I got the new ABBA music. First new song since 1982. I'm excited about this. Yeah, because they... Uh, I didn't think they were ever going to get back together from how it sounded. I mean, they were two married couples, and they're both divorced now, I think, right? Yeah, but they can get together and shape their ways. Yeah. I don't know if the... Um, if uh, Frida and... Um, oh, gosh, what's her name? Rita. No. Betty. Damn it, what is her name? Flugenhagen. Agn- Agnetha. I didn't know. I didn't think they got along, even when they were recording. So, <laughs> but they're so good. They're so good. I'm looking Waterloo. forward to. <laughs> Have you ever seen? Uh, was it Bjorn again? The uh, Abba tribute band. They're amazing. Too. <laughs> I've heard them. I actually heard them. I gotta admit, I've got uh, Super Trooper, the album. Oh yeah, I do have their greatest hits. And, I have the uh, greatest hits album. Yeah, I am gay for ABBA. T-Mobile is finalizing their uh, merger terms with Sprint, so oh that's going to suck for the commercials because they were always fighting each other. Dutch Telecom, Dutch Telecom, Deutsch, 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 Deutsch Telecom will own a little over 40% of the combined company, uh, but will be uh, afforded voting control. What the hell does that mean? Don't know. So they'll be afforded. Why don't they just say they're giving them voting control? Why type in afforded to shorten a sentence and then people go, huh? Because they stumble across a sentence because it doesn't make any sense to regular human beings and you get agitated and you sound stupid on a podcast when other smart people are listening and go, I knew what the hell it meant, Kevin, just because <laughs> you didn't. And it's just something that gets you really upset. Nobody asked you, Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. What else you got? Well... That was the news, Ferg. That was. I'm so happy that we're here now. Yes. Right here. <laughs> Please stand by. You know what time it is now? What time is it, Kevin? Why don't we answer that fella phone? Okay. I call it a fella phone because the fella's on the other side, I said to the thing. Which is Hi. Hey, Zerba Beta and Figer Beta. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? So, I really hope you both are doing well and that no one is rubbing your proverbial fur in the wrong way, so to speak. <laughs> hey, just in case you forgot, this is Sal LaSalle, oh. living large in retirement in the Sunshine State. With, of course, my wifey, the ever-effervescent Sally DeSalisal. Yeah, we're both still trying to make a go of retirement a thousand miles away from our snow-laden home in West Boysenberry Township, New Jersey. I'm just calling in to thank you, Stu, for everything you both do to make the Please Stand By podcast fun, informational, educational, and most importantly, lackadaisical. Hey, based to enrich your word power, right? Anyways, keep up the good work on the podcast, guys. I really enjoy it. Anyways, speaking of which... I am trying to enrich my word power to speak nothing of the vernacular around here. I mean, very few of the residents here in our retirement condo community in Florida hail from the Garden State or any place else in the Northeast. They're most, mostly they're from the South, like our next-door neighbors, Lurleen DuBose and her husband, Richard Beauregard DuBose. Uh, everyone calls him Dick Bo. I think I've mentioned them before. So they have a very different way of talking down here. 
Mm-hmm. In fact, I sometimes have to look up some of the phrases they use on Goggle.com so that I can understand <laughs> what they're saying. That stuff is pee-picking good is one of the phrases I've heard Dickbo say more than once. Now, I was forced by my parents to pick peas in our garden when I was a kid, and the word good was never in mind when I was doing it. Or another one that Dickbo uses is, uh, give me just a tad. Now, what in all that is great and precious on God's green earth is a tad? Is that short for tadpole? And why would anyone ever need a word that is shorter than tadpole? I mean, since when are two syllables too taxing for someone? Or another phrase that he says a lot is, well, I declare. Well, what? Are you in front of an airport customs agent? You got to say that you're going to declare something before you actually declare it? Or my favorite saying that I heard Dick Bo say once. Now that's as pretty as a speckled hen sitting in a red wagon going up a steep hill. Now I don't even know where to begin with that phrase. So I asked Dick Bo why he said it, and he just shrugged it off by saying it's just a back home phrase that city folks expect country folks to say from time to time to time. Needless to say, I now look at Dick Bo's pronouncements a lot more carefully. I don't know. The way Lurleen and Dick Bo talk sometimes, it's almost as if they're speaking a whole new language down here. Never mind their outrageous accents. By the by, I'm going to inform you, too, that sometime soon, Dick Bo has promised me, or warned me, depending on your point of view, that he's going to call into the Please Stand By podcast to tell you guys how much he enjoys the show. Oh, wow. So keep a lookout for that in the coming weeks. And, of course, adjust your expectations accordingly. <laughs> I mean, he's sweet and all, and I like him as a neighbor. But his kooky sayings and his drawlish accent can get under your skin like a splinter. And we all know how unpleasant that can be. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so what's going on with me and Sally? Well, I had to call the exterminator the other day. That's about as exciting as things gets around here, but make no mistake, it was exciting to say the least. Now, back in Jersey, when you call an exterminator, it's for one or two things, and two things only, roaches or rats. There are no other pests in New Jersey, unless, of course, you count those unwelcome hipsters that seem to be everywhere nowadays, coming into our towns with their fuzzy faces eating vegetarian rabbit food 24-7, drinking water from bottles, going barefoot all the time, making nests out of sawdust and cedar shavings. Oh, um, wait, I'm sorry, that's hamsters. Hamsters is what I meant to say. I apologize. Anywho, in Jersey, we only call a pest guy to get rid of roaches or rats, or in some extreme cases in the Jersey City area, both. But here in Florida, the list of potential pests is much, much longer. In fact, I wouldn't call it a list so much as a menagerie of unfathomable creations that can be found nowhere else in the lower 48. Uh, in my case, I had to call an exterminator after Sally de Salisal, my heretofore unmentioned wife, ran screaming from the bathtub the other day in her altogether because she said she saw a spider. Now, of course, I went to investigate for her, as I am wont to do, and there in the bathtub was not a spider but actually some octo-legged creature with hairy eyeballs that was the size of a Mack truck. And I mean the kind with the sleeper cab. This thing was as big as Mohammed Ali. It was, it was too big for me to squash with my, with my snow boot, which sits uselessly next to the turlet. Uh, I considered stoving in its head with one of my snow shovels just to make use of my useless in Florida collection, but I guess I ultimately decided to call the pest guy. And, oh, by the way, the yellow pages for Del Boca Vista is only about 20 pages long, 
but no less than 17 pages are devoted to exterminators. So you can pretty much bet that the pest control industry in Florida has got it great down here, for sure. Anywho, I called the pest company with the biggest ad, which was called Great Infestations Limited. Um, the guy came out within an hour, decked out in what I could only describe as a mid-sized thermonuclear device for professional use only strapped to his back. Uh, he zapped a spider, whom Sally and I had nicknamed Sasquatch in the interim. And things finally got back to normal at the condo after that. But I know that there are still things and creatures and lizards and gators and poisonous toads and slimy snakes and carnivorous moths and snarling vermicious canids living only a few feet away from our back door in the rhododendron bushes. And they're all waiting for Sally and me to slip up and leave the back door open someday. Yeesh, what a jungle this place is. I guess it's just a symptom of the existential ennui that living in these dark, ta- dark times dictate. Oh, and speaking of dark times... As usual, I've got questions that have recently become lodged inside of my brain, like a spider in a bathtub. (laughs) And you know I've always got questions, but this time they all stem from one central question. In a movie theater, which armrest are you supposed to use? Is there a protocol? If you've got two drinks, do you put one in the armrest drink holder and just hold on to the other one just to make sure the person sitting next to you has an armrest all to themselves? And in a row of, say, 20 seats, there are 21 armrests. So someone at either end of the row will get two armrests. Which end gets them? And what do you do if someone breaks protocol and takes up two armrests in the middle of the row? Do you call an usher? Do movie theaters even have ushers anymore? (laughs) And what about this singer named Usher? Did his parents have a career path already picked out for him when he was named? (laughs) Albeit one that doesn't seem to exist anymore, which may be why he chose a different career path and became a singer instead, I guess. And what if, God forbid, your arm is in a sling because it's broken or something? (laughs) Are you still entitled to an armrest? And why have I now used the word armrest in the last minute and a half more than I've ever used it before in my entire life. Uh, I guess the world may never know. <laughs> Lastly, and possibly an unwelcome update about Bob Shermack and I touring together later this year Uh-oh. as the opening act for the sickeningly positive and rapidly diminishing 1970s commercial <laughs> arts folk singing group, Well Done You, in their tentative reunion concert entitled Up Yours Palooza 2. <laughs> uh, Bob has privately told me that he is planning on bringing along his main squeeze, Maxine Levine of Racine, on tour with him, and also because she apparently has such a lovely combination bass falsetto singing voice that she might help out on the vocals in some of the songs. Well, I got to tell you, guys, I'm a bit wary of this development, to be sure. I mean, her joining the group is, pardon the pun, disconcerting, to say the least. I seem to remember another musical combo in the past that became fractured when when the romantic interest of one of its members... Uh, became a de facto part of the group. I haven't met Maxine yet, though, so hopefully my misgivings about this development come to naught. Uh, What do the kids say these days? You only live once. Yoko. I I mean, YOLO. Uh, I gotta go, gentlemen. Sally just informed me that there is a speckled hen sitting in a red wagon out in the backyard near the rhododendron bushes. This I gotta see. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. (laughs) Jeez. Goodness. 
I wonder if that's the same speckled head that was sitting uh, in front of you at work when you were trying to lock all the doors. Maybe, maybe. Oh, it's good to hear from Sal. We haven't heard from him for a couple episodes, mostly because he got bumped. Yeah, he got bumped last time. <laughs> he was. He, I told him I bumped him, and he was excited. Like, uh, what was the guy's name? Somebody off of Carson who was always bumped on Carson. I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember either. Yeah. He was good about that. Thank you very, very much, Sal, for calling in. Thank you, Sal. And I'm looking forward to hearing from Mr. Dick Bo. That's going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Fergo, can you please sing that song that you sing so well? And before you do. Yes. I'd like to dedicate this commercial to Mr. Bob DeRoe. Yeah. Passed away, the guy who did all that music for all of the Schoolhouse Rock shows. And thank you for that there. He's up there with two other greats, and that will be Bob Ross and Mr. Rogers. Good to have those guys up there doing their... Can you sing your song? You sing so well. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm just a show. Yes, I'm only a show. And I got as far as urban land. Well, now I'm stuck in a quo. And I sit here and wait while a few other shows discuss and debate whether they should let me be a podcast. I hope and pray that they know, but today I am still just a show. Listen to all those podcasters arguing. Is all that debate about you? Yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones. Most shows never get this far. I hope they decide a podcast and me favorably. Otherwise, I might be deleted. Deleted? Yeah, deleted file. Oh, it looks like I'm going to be played. Now I go to the listeners' headphones, and they listen to me. If they listen to you, what happens? Then I go to iTunes, and the whole thing starts all over again. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Remember, you can find all of Zerbinator Land shows right there at zerbinator.wordpress.com. Stop by there for all your podcasting needs. I'm just a show. Yes, I'm only a show. And if you find me, I'm at Zerbinator Land. Well, I am off on the web where I sit in my bed and I wait to be heard just like every other nerd. And if they like me, then I'll know. Boy, I hope and I pray that they will listen to me today. Yeah. I can't do voices because my tooth hurts. <laughs> I try to do that. It does. It really hurts because you're pulling down your voice, Fox, and you pull down on your, your skin around your teeth, I guess. Yeah. Ha! Hurts like hell. Ha! Hmm. Want to do some music? Sure. Yeah, I saw. Are you ripping off uh, Charo now? No. Charo, rip off me. Do you know how old I am? No. 97. <laughs> You're pretty spry for 97. Why, thank you. You old bat. You want to see my spride? <laughs> no, Wait I don't. <laughs> Did you call me a bat? Old old bat, yeah. Well, let me flutter on you. <laughs> you like that? I flutter on you. Hey, I have a question. 
question for you, Vag. Okay, what? Yeah, Vag. Do you have a sunburn? No. Because you're so damn hot. <laughs> okay, what's the next one? Number two. Yeah. I don't have a library card. But oh, that's too bad. You should get one. Libraries are wonderful. You can get books out. You can get movies out, DVDs. You can use the computer internet there for free. It's great. You stole my thunder. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. Do you mind if I check you out? <laughs> hey. Hey, what? I got a poem for you before I go. Okay. You ready? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> wow. I wrote that. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> that was I, didn't mean, I, I didn't mean to hit the button. Well, what happened to your voice, Kafira? <laughs> oh, God. What are you turning into? <laughs> Nothing. It's terrible. It's terrifying. It's me, Bobcat Goldsley. Um, <laughs> you ready for the poem? Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Come closer. Come closer. Come here. Your breath, no. it smells no. like cinnamon gumdrops. Tell me your damn poem already. Are you ready for my damn poem? Yes, I'm ready. Roses are red and grass is greener. When you think of me, do you play with your wiener? <laughs> do you play with your wiener? Boink. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So I listened to my Elvis Moody Blue album today. <laughs> oh, we're going right to it. All right, yeah. Yeah. Well, you already did the intro, right? Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. What? You, were, you sent a picture today. The Blue album was that yes, album. Yes, it was. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me I'm see. I'm going to show you. See, it's blue. It's beautifully blue. Yeah, it's nice uh, translucent blue vinyl. I like it. Did it I got come? it when I was a kid. It came out um, like the month before he died. And I didn't realize that the song had come out the year before. But they put slapped it on this album, and um, they had a bunch of live tracks on this album, too, because they wanted to get him in to record, but he's like, oh, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't Apparently, that was, a, that was a thing with Elvis. But the, I remember the one thing, looking at the back, I haven't played this record in decades. Looking at the back of it, it said, uh, recorded at Graceland. And when I got the record, it was after he passed away, so they had pictures of Graceland, so I knew what it looked like. And I was like, how do you record? Because I, you know, I had a picture in my mind of what a recording studio looked like, and it wasn't the jungle room. <laughs> what, what do you he mean? He recorded them in the jungle room What's at Graceland. His, and what is the jungle room, for those who don't know, including it's, me? It's a room that looks like a jungle, a jungle decor and stuff. Like Good. big shaggy nice. carpets. It was the 70s, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Wow, but it's got some. It's got some good songs on it. It's a lot of uh, country type songs. Um, she he did um, I still one of your care. favorites. Let me be there. to the version oh, of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was that was the studio recording. I think uh, he did Little Darling, Unchained Melody. Those were uh, from the t the live show, and then Moody Blue. I really like that song. Way Down was also a single from this album. I don't really care for that one that much. Uh, J.D. Sumner sang on that one. He sang yeah, the really deep... That I don't know how that guy can do that, but he went really, really, <laughs> really low on the bass notes. He also did uh, If You he Love was, Me, Let Me Know, which is... It, yes. That, that's a Olivia Newton-John hit that I loved. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, I. Did he sing on that one too, J.D. Sumner? Yes, he did do the bass voice for that. On the, on the Olivia Newton-John version? Yep. Did if he? you love me, let me. Oh, I can't Oh, my. <laughs> another me. Oh, in the day and the, without you in. This is like another octave below what we're doing. <laughs> yep. Well, that's because he gets paid. <laughs> it was it was nice to listen to. I had I was Elvis was my first thing because my dad had I think three Elvis albums in the stereo that he let me listen to, and I loved Elvis. And of course, he listened to oldies radio, so there was a lot of Elvis on there. But yeah, then the Beatles came along, and Elvis kind of got pushed aside. Yeah, he did. I listened to Girls, 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 Elvis. Not that's this one time. of the ones he had. I love that, and the lyrics. Girls in the kitchen. Yeah, girls, I didn't realize that belong. was a coaster song. Yeah. Yeah. Cooking my dinner, that's where they belong. I don't think that was the oh, lyrics, Kevin. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, what would you me. listen to, Kevin? I listened to White Lion's Pride. Oh, boy. <laughs> the the I've, I've mentioned this before on the show, but it's summer-ish album, so it's, it's spring now, so I'm getting excited. And uh, it's one of the greatest glam metal albums that has ever hit my eardrums. Uh, All right. Released June 21st of 1987 under the Atlantic Records. Producer was Michael Wagoneer. Hmm. June 21st. That would be right at the tail end of uh, my junior year. Yeah. Our junior year. Really? Yeah. I guess so, because I was 17. Yeah. I think I had dropped out by that point. I oh, can't really? Rem- I can't remember. When did I drop out? Yep, I dropped out as a junior. Hmm. So by then I would have been gone already. But yes, that would have been the tail end. Yep. And uh, this is my favorite. This one has... Wait! 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 And it's just like the... It's like, what? When the children cry. I think I know that one. I know I know. Wait. I liked Wait quite a bit. Wait, I loved. I recorded the beginning of Wait, where you got... I can't play it. I've, I've never been able to play it. But uh, you got the beginning tracks where it descends, and I would take the, the acoustic park and I would loop it so I could listen to it forever. Like I, Oh, I, was it uh, Major, Major 7th and 7th? Is that... That That's, how it went? Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't read. But And then you, <laughs> I would take sections of it and then put it so it would play differently. Like like uh, like you take a ball and put it underneath the cups, you know? Yes. And I would switch around the chords and try to make new songs out of it and like rap over it in the 80s because I was cool. That's what I did. And uh, yeah, so I was singing it to Shelly and she was laughing. That's what I listened to. That's good. It was fun. Yeah, I didn't really like that stuff then, and I still don't like it. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> this song's okay, though. I do like Wait. I love listening to it because it's just it's bubblegum summertime. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and it's just mindless, and it's fun. to. But the guitarist, he could play. Uh, Dito Brada. Yeah, what was Was that from? a Polish name? Those <laughs> <laughs> damn Poles. Um, what were the members' names? Uh, Mike Tramp, Vito Brada, James Lomenzo, Greg D'Angelo. A bunch of Polish guys. <laughs> when was... He was the guitarist. Vito Brada is a guitar player, yeah. 
born in 61. Man, that guy can play a guitar. And he is the one who taught me how to finger a guitar. <laughs> a guitar, Ferg. Which one's more of a pervert? Going like this. Tapping? Yeah, finger tapping, but I'm fingering. Oh, oh okay. I learned all that from him, watching him. Very nice. Not Eddie Van Halen, who taught me this. It's hard to do on an acoustic, but... <laughs> so, and I really want to see what he's doing nowadays. He's supposed to be doing something musical. 2007. Not uh, too much, yeah. He made his first public appearance and then nothing after that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. If it, if you like it. No, I don't. That's, that's I just, good. I had no other chance. To... Stop it. You want to play video? Give me a damn quarter. All right, here you go, Kev. That's it? This that's is it. two dimes and a nickel. You said quarter. I gave you a quarter. This is two dimes and a nickel. That That's a quarter. A quarter of a dollar. That's the point. Really? I'll just use my quarter. I got right Sorry about that. That scared the crap out of me. Oh, God. I do believe I farted a little. Excuse me. Goodness. You don't need my sneeze to do that, Kev. Excuse me. I don't know how to respond to that. (laughs) So you played a Nana Asha game, didn't you? A what? Nana Asha. What is that? Japanese studio came out with the game. Oh, is that? I didn't realize that was the name of the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played Prop of the Rapper. I'm going to be on the SNES podcast tomorrow night. And we're doing Prop Good. of the Rapper. It was my suggestion because it's... I never really had a PlayStation for very long, but um, I didn't actually have one when this game came out. But I love, absolutely love this game. My uh, brother-in-law had one. And he had this game. And Oh, man. It's the first music game I ever played that I yeah. ever really saw, I guess. Same here. I've seen this before. I have never played it. I think I was watching some other dudes play it, but this was a cool game to me. And yeah. I, it's basically a rhythm game. You just have to... It's kind of like Guitar Hero, except you're just pre- pressing buttons on the uh, controller uh, in time with the music, You know, depending on what they show you on the screen. And it's kind of like... I don't know if it's rap music per se, but it's it's really good. The music is really good in this game. I love the music so much. You can get the soundtrack, as far as I know. You can, I, yes. You can. Yeah. I actually, um, I had a program back in the 90s when uh, when they started emulating the PlayStation where you could rip the soundtrack right from the game, so you yeah. could make your own remixes and stuff, because it was in different tracks. It was a lot of fun doing that. This, um, like I said, I saw somebody else play this game, and I've always wanted to play it, and I had totally forgotten about it. So when you typed it in, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically you're a dog, and you have to go through these different stages. You have to learn how to do um, martial arts. You have to pass your driving test. You have to make a cake. It's it's just really cool. And the, the graphics are done. Uh, what's Where's the guy? Uh, hold on. Let me check the guy's name. Is it Masaya Matsuru? Matsuru? No, he was the one who developed the game. The artist was Rodney Greenblatt. And I didn't realize it, but he's the same artist that did the uh, cover to the first They Might Be Giants album, which I I absolutely love. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. Japanese artist Rodney Greenblatt. 
No, he was. He's popular in Japan. He's not a, a Japanese artist. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the name Rodney Greenblatt. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Just like sure. Vito Brada's a Polish guy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but this game is is super cool, and I really like playing it this week. Although I could not get a PlayStation emulator to work on my computer, so I had to do it on the phone and. The uh, the button presses are there's so much lag so it's hard to play the yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I've tried that. Doesn't work. Yeah, but this game is so cool. I mean, I think uh, to me personally, it's worth owning a PlayStation just for this game. Very true. Because this I is the kind of game this. I like. Well, I played the Tomb Raider. You did not the original. This is a uh, Tomb Raider from 2013, and uh, it is our. Um, one heck of a reboot. I heard that it was good, yeah. It really was good. Um, it's a Lara Croft uh, Tomb Raider was the big one from 2001 to 2007, but this one has another Lara Croft who happens to have a British accent. Mm-hmm. Not like the first one. Did the first one have a British accent? I don't know. I played it very briefly. This particular one I'm talking about? No, the original one. The original. I did, too. I couldn't, and, and I, it didn't look good to me. It was supposed to be so, like, marvelous, and I was like, these graphics are driving me crazy. You mean the one from back then? From back then. I oh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, back then it was nice, but... Even yeah, then, I didn't like good. it. I knew, I knew the technology could have done a better job than what they did. And the reason I say that is because I played Indiana Jones, and they did a much better job in 2001 through 2007, some point in there. There okay. was a much better... But anyway, Edios and Ubisoft did, got together with this puppy and did a great job. Um, the platforms, of course, are everything that you could ever think of, including Mac and uh, Linux. Help yourselves if you guys are interested. I got it up there on the, the uh, what do you call it there, the Steam for 2 bucks 99 cents. Oh, nice. Waited for it to be almost 90% off. And right now I have on the wish list the second game, Rise of the Tomb Raider, right now is in my wish list, which I can't wait to get when that goes on sale. And this year they're coming out with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Cool. So that means when she's walking, she looks down and she sees a figure. <laughs> looks just like her. And you got six more weeks of winter. And that's it. It's really good. <laughs> Hey, Ferg, you got some telling to show? Oh, God, yeah. Let's show it, baby. Do it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Show, show it, it. <coughs> you got to stop smoking. I know, I know. That black tar heroin's going to kill you one day. It is, it is. I got to stop. Why can't I stop, Kevin? Well... It smells so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What do I got is this game right here. It's called Minds of Minos. It is a, an Atari 2600 game sent to me by, by my friend Strutters. Thank you, Strutters. England, merry old England. He actually sent me one. This is the second one he sent me because he sent me one to give away on the show because I was doing it oh. on my show, my podcast. Nice. And then I... I, I Play complained about it because I didn't have a copy of it, and I was gonna. Yeah, I had to give one away, but I didn't have a copy, and he sent me another copy. That was sweet of him. He's very, and it's not a cheap game either. So Thank I really you, appreciate Strutters. it. Yeah, because it's I actually a win. pretty cool game too. I got an in, so I can win a lot faster than anybody else. <laughs> well, you have to actually play it to win it, Kevin. Oh, yeah, gross. 
kind of show you running. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, he sent me a bunch of stuff in the past, and I need to send him some stuff, too. So it's one of these days I will get off my butt and send him something. Is this Minds of Minnows um, sort of like the, almost like a, uh, an adventure type game where it's mazy? It's a maze, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's an adventure. It's more of an action game, I think. Okay. But it's a fun game. I had fun playing it when, uh, when I did it for the show. Would it in an action be an adventure? Not necessarily. But if you're having fun with something, wouldn't that take you on a journey of adventurism? That's a different, that's a different type of thing, Kevin. <laughs> I would be so adventurous had I All right. played with the minnow's minds. Yes, I agree. Why is everybody on a journey nowadays? What do you mean? If you go anywhere, it's like, I want to share with you my journey of what I've gone through trying to uh, lose 10 pounds on my journey, weight loss plan, learn, uh, celery and pecan diet. <laughs> Every Friday I have a pecan with celery. I don't know. This is my journey. I don't know. This is me. Hey. <laughs> what do you got, Kevin? Hey, I'll show you. <laughs> I got something really cool that I, I've listened to this a thousand times before, but I'd never really pay attention to this part maybe once or twice. I have cassettes that my great aunt Grace recorded from nineteen seventy. Now this would have oh, been wow. this would have been late July, meaning I'm hardly one year old. I mean yeah. I'm not even a year. I'm not even a week, maybe a month, because I'm born July twelfth. Wow. And we're celebrating Mary's birthday. And and Mary's birthday, as far as I remember, hers was July fourteenth, July fifteenth. So I am three days old in this recording. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Here we go. And it's my mom at thirty years old, something like that. Wow. Saying hi to me as we're saying happy birthday to my great aunt Mary Francisco. So here we go. I forgot to say happy birthday. That's my mom. Speak up. Nobody can hear that. I forgot to say happy birthday. Happy birthday. And here's Kevin. Here's Kevin saying happy birthday. Here's Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Still bitching 47 years Yeah, I was going to say, nothing much has changed, has it? Not at all. Isn't that oh amazing? God. That is awesome. And it sounds so good. What kind of tape recorder was that? She had the rectangular uh, Radio Shack puppies. Really? Either Sears and or Radio Shack. And it sounded that good? Oh, yeah. She was a professional. She had the microphones and everything. You can hear the microphone being passed around in the beginning there. Yeah, but the still, tape. those things were like tape hiss to the max. That's crazy. Oh, no. It sounded she, that good. She was really good with it. She She's the one who taught me. Use two cassette tapes. You know, you can record your harmonies. My dad, actually, was the one who helped me with that. But I could record right. harmonies. I have cassette tapes of her playing the violin, which I have over there, her violin. And we're all singing backups to it. I'll share some of that later. Wow, but. that's crazy. That's awesome that it's, you have that. It's neat. I mean, nowadays it's no big deal to the millennials because they've gotten phones recording their birth. For yeah, say, yeah. You want to see me come out? <laughs> 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 but, but for me to have something dating back to 1970. That's very cool. Yeah, I was so excited to find that. So I thought I'd share that with you. But that's just part that's of my awesome. show and tell. So Ooh. I figured what I would do is we'll go ahead onward and have a good laugh. And since my dad passed away this month, back in 2009, why not let him tell his joke to all the kids out there? 
right? Okay. Yeah. So kids, this is what my dad said. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's not funny. Okay, hold on. Let me find dad's joke. Okay. I have my water here. <laughs> well, that's good. That's me. Right, that's good to have water. Well, i tell you what, now, look. Well, I'm going to need a microphone, won't I? You'll need a microphone, but you're not going to sing right away. Oh. What you're going to do is you're going to sing after we put the music into the machine. Okay. <laughs> do me a favor. What? Tell me the story of that guy in the, in the, uh, the uh, bridge. You want to hear that? I want to hear the story of the guy in the bridge before we... Well, there was this old guy that worked at the drawbridge in this little town. Right. Yeah. And he'd been there for something like 35 years operating this little drawbridge. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, one day they decided that they were going to recognize him for all the work he's done all these years on that drawbridge. It was probably well-deserved. Well-deserved. So they all got together and they uh, decided they'd hold this big party and they invite all the people in the town, all the dignitaries. Oh, I've heard of them dignitaries. Dignitaries were there. Pretty popular up there. But first they had to go around the town with a petition to get people to sign that they agreed with what they were going to do for old Charlie on the drawbridge. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. So they come around the town and they get up to this one farm. And they asked the farmer if he'd like to sign this petition for Charlie and they explained to him what it was all about. So he says, well, let me tell you something about Charlie down there on a the drawbridge, he says. A couple of years ago, I had this bull, this stud bull, $30,000 stud bull, and it got sick. So I took him to the vet and the vet says, he needs an animal. So he said, well, give him an enemy. He says, no, he says, I don't have time. You can do it yourself. He says, take him home and give him an enema. Right. So we took him home and we looked around. We're trying to figure out how to give this bull an enema. Get out. And so my brother who was helping me said, well, let's get a funnel. He says, I don't have a funnel. And he says, well, he says, do you have something that we can stick up the bull's rear end? pour the water in there. He says, well, there's an old bugle up on the attic. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll so they went it. and they got the bugle and they stuck it in the bull's rear end and they started piping the water into the into the bugle, into the bull, and the bull got bigger and bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden, the bull bulls out. He took running across the way and he's running down towards Charlie's drawbridge, tooting out of one end and moo mooing out of the other. And what does Charlie do? He opens up the drawbridge and there goes my $30,000 bull down into the water and drowns. Now, if you think I'm going to vote for some SOB who can't tell the difference between a steamboat whistle and a bull with a bugle up his ass, you got another thing coming. You sure do. <laughs> you like that one, Frank? <laughs> oh, my God. That's not oh. his real accent, by the way. Yes. Okay, I was wondering. <laughs> it sounded like an old comedy record from the 60s. Like. <laughs> no, that's that's the way my grandparents oh. talked. That was their, they had the Dutch-German accent. 
And so my dad did it really well. And he would talk like this all the time. And he'd be like, I ever tell you about the bull and the do, 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 do. <laughs> and he was really good at that. So that's for dad. I have a video of that that I'll be putting up tonight on Facebook just to say, you know, here's a joke we put on the show tonight. Enjoy. Yeah, that's funny. And, oh, God, uh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, he was hilarious. He was good with that stuff. So now I can press this button right down. Okay. I found a treasure house of music. The sound engineer is ready. The musicians are set. Now examined and found flawless, it is recorded for you by the world's greatest artist. And tonight's greatest artist is R.E.M. <laughs> you know, I still haven't left. It was great doing the show this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I guess who's a better singer than I am, though? <laughs> Who was that? Bruce Zerby. When he was in the band The Masters, he did a song called Green Green. We've had it on the show before. That's one where he goes, Well, there ain't no... So we're going to play that again because it has to do with spring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it is springtime. And if you do have a chance to listen to any of my albums, I highly suggest Shiny Happy People. It's a good song for spring listening, therefore. It's turning into Professor Fink, I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, so, yes, uh, tonight we're going to end the show with my dad singing from the Masters Group, Green Green. And thank you, Ferk, for another outstanding show. Yeah, thank you. That it was, was fun. Fun. Especially at the beginning. I I, yeah, I can't wait to edit that puppy. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, guess what time it is now before you go home. What? One day I was full of life, my sap was rich, and I was strong. From sea to tree, I grew so tall. Through wind and rain, I could not fall. Happy Arbor Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told my mama on the day I was born, don't you cry when you see I'm gone. You know there ain't no woman gonna settle me down, I just gotta keep traveling on. Green, green, it's green, they say, on the far side of the hill. Green, green, I'm going away to where the grass is greener still. Well, there ain't nobody in this whole wide world who's gonna tell me how to spend my time. Oh, I'm just a good-loving, rambling man. Say, buddy, can you lend me a dime? Green, green, it's green, they say, on the far side of the hill. Side of the hill. Green, green, I'm going.
the grass is greener still. Green, green is green, they say, on the far side of the hill. Green, green, I'm going away to where the grass is greener still. To where the grass is greener still. Urbanator.wordpress.com Visit Urbanator Land on Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. All shows available in iTunes, Stitcher, RSS Download, and Google Play. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.